G'day trendsetters, this is episode 717 of the Transmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to that website, transmove.com, or send me through an email, tim at transmove.com. Now, um, last week I went down to, to, went to Devonport to watch the school's triathlon, which was basically all the schools, all the high schools in northern Tasmania competing in the one little spot. And I've, I've got to say, they put on a really good event there. It's a, it's a little bit of the Wild West, but they, in in short, they put on a really good event. You're looking at the transition, and there's a wide range of crap there. There's from, um, you know, a BMX through to mountain bikes through to, you know, road bikes, time trial bikes were there. Um, just everything. Um, you know, and some of those road bikes that were probably the top of the range in 1973 through to top of the range now. And um, <laughs> so it, was a, it was a bit of a wild, wild western sort of um, thing. But in, in, in short, it's, it's a really good event. And there's some, some of the talent that's coming through. My God. Um, so, so you just got to try and harvest it and hopefully they stay within the sport it's i think it's made for a couple of those kids and then others were just you know just there for a good old time having a good bit of fun but my son my son raced he's um in year eight at school so he raced the, the year eight students last year he got second overall and so we're kind of hoping he might get about that um he, he would as but but we're hoping for the same thing. Last year, some kid who the kid who won it um, is a track cyclist. He's in the Institute of Sport, and um, he won it on the bike, well and truly. Came out of the water, you know, that mid-packish area, demolished everyone on the bike, and just held on for dear life on the run. He just he had just you know just had just enough real estate to to to, to finish first. And so we co- we co- kind of thought that it was going to be a- about the about the same. And this kid that won last year turns up this year with a bloody time trial bike. And I'm looking at it, thinking, I don't know if time trial bikes are actually allowed at this event. It's um, be pretty bloody dangerous riding through all these kids on lap two um, of a wide range of different skills. You know, you 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 got three kids on a BMX followed by four kids on. Huffies and all sorts of stuff, and you're on a time trial bike flying past them. It doesn't sound safe. So I kind of thought someone's going to put their hand up here and say something, but they, but they didn't. And so, um, but we I can't we we came up with this beautiful game plan for my son to to, to try and put him in the best position possible to have the best race possible. And, and it was little little stuff like, uh, right, so they're going to count you down in the race, at the race start. They're going to go five, four, three, two, one. I go, once they say two, you go. Don't worry about waiting to one or anything. You go on number two because you're going to be racing like 50-odd kids in your year, a wide range of different abilities you're going to have kids sprinting into the water that can't swim for crap and so you're just going to get punched left right and center just you're it it, why be in the mix of a whole lot of crap when you don't need to so just when they say when they say to you go and if they call you back then you know they restart it who keeps a crap and just say sorry you got excited i don't think they're going to disqualify you but um you know it, it 
it's worth the risk. And I go, and then you just duck dive, not duck dive, um, dolphin dive all your all the way to the first buoy, swim across to the second buoy, dolphin dive all the way back, and then you you and it, within each dolphin dive, grab as much sand from that bottom as humanly possible and drag yourself through the water. And then the game plans on the bike. Um, okay, you know Hunter, who's in his state tri team. Okay, he's going to probably come out on your feet or thereabouts. Okay, you know, jump onto his wheel and let him do all the work on the bike, and then hopefully you get off the bike, you know, in a decent position and hold on for dear life on the run. So that was kind of the game plan with it, and so I'm sitting back thinking, yeah, this is going to be a good event. And my son, so they get. The guy goes on the line, ready, in five, four, three, and then there two comes, and I'm thinking, he's going. But he, he stays there, no, it doesn't move. I'm thinking, for God's sake, go. Then they go, one, boom, and he goes off with the crew. He comes out in the first pack of the swim, which, which you know, you know, obviously was nice. I think he was fifth out of the water, but was in that first pack. And then, uh, but he was the first onto the bike. He, he, he beat everyone by by a fair whack on in transition. And so I thought, right, we're on here. And then, and then this kid, this, first we see this kid on this bloody time trial bar, bike zoom straight past him. And then um, some other kid who I don't, no one knows who he is. He, he just destroyed the field. On the bike end run, he, he he was he was one of the first ones out of the water. He was just like a complete triathlete, and no one knows who he is. Um, but he won the event, and um, my son did all right. He got he got um, fourth fourth off the bike, and fifth finish finished fifth overall, which. Um, <sighs> He was a bit disappointed with in some ways, but having said that, he was every kid that was in front of him looked like men. There was a couple of them that I'm thinking, I want to check your bloody birth certificate, son. I don't, I don't think you're bloody 14 years old at all. And you know, just to give a, a round, give, I'll give some numbers. His race power hasn't really changed in the last year. He 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 races about 180 watts. Uh, that's his race power. He's 47 kilos, so, so he, there's not much of him. These other kids are at least 10 kilos bigger than him, at least 10 kilos. Um, and one, um, I did see the power number. It was like 230 watts, and but he was he was like 15 watts, 15 kilos heavier than my son. He was a bloody man. But um, the and so he's to give numbers or basic numbers of my son's race power. So he races at 180 watts generally. It, it really hasn't changed in the last year. In the last year, he's put on one kilo, put and he's grown maybe two centimeters thereabouts. Um, and his LT2 or his FTP or whatever you want to call it, uh, his LT2 is 155 watts. So he races, you know, he's 150. Uh, if his FTP, we'll call it that, um, for for those playing at home, is 155 watts, and he's racing at 180 watts. For and he can, and we, he's raced um, what, two weeks ago. We did a bike race, and he held those watts for 40 minutes. So that that's pretty pretty impressive when you, when you kind of think about it he holds holds 25 watts higher than your ftp for 40 minutes um on the on the, on the bike that's I, I i i'm impressed with that 
but I guess I I am dad. <laughs> but um, yeah. So it'd be I think it'd be a different race this time next year if if my son decides to start you know growing a little bit. So but anyway, yeah, it was a good, really good event there. The kid, the kid. I'm I'm asking around about. I go, did, did, who's that kid that won the event? Who is he? Like I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, and you'll find um, when talking to teenagers, they'll all answer you without actually saying a real word. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. I how'd you go today? All right, I heard. All right, is that all right or is that you know how, what's that? All right, and you go, who's he? Uh huh. <laughs> is that what's that? Uh huh. It sounds like I don't know, but it, but it wasn't that. So yeah, I found talking to a bunch of fourteen-year-olds, they'll answer you every question you have with words that kind of with with sounds that kind of sound like words, but aren't really words. It's it, it's it's fun. <laughs> anyway, today's question comes from Jason, who I coach, and he's making he's on the comeback trail from. Um, he, you know, marathon, so into running. So, and we've, in very short, we've kind of started off, at, you know, we're starting from scratch and we're, you know, building him up from there. So, uh, Jason writes, I've noticed that the way I feel in training is very different run to run. One session I'll be hitting a PR and feeling great. The next two, in then two days later, doing the same session, I am three to five percent slower and feel sluggish and cramp up. I was looking back and wondering if it has something to do with not training at a consistent time, and also not consistent with when I eat before training sometimes I am training at 8 a.m having eaten oatmeal at 6 45 a.m and other times training at lunchtime after a big meal do you think this could have be causing the variations any thought in general on consistent training times and meal sizes and the time of tra- from, from training, so um, in very yes. So you've gone from in, you know give a little bit of history. Um, Jason's gone from spending a large amount of time not training at all to we're now training again, and we're building him up from scratch. So um, all his training has walking in it um, still so you know you said I think the first first run is something like one minute run one minute walk and we're just slowly been building it up from there so in very short I the variation on speed and how we feel from run to run that we all experience that in in very short term. So, for 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 instance, um, I could go out today and run at LT one um, and be ticking over five minute K pace. I could feel really good. My heart rate's at LT one. You know, thinking you know this is lovely. Two days later, everything could be the exact same. And I'm now 30 seconds per kilometer slower. Um, it, we we all experience these variations in trainings. Um, the, the the because you're coming back from nothing into consistency, the variations are going to be greater. 
um, they, they just they just are, and a lot can be contributed to it. You know, we're talking fatigue, we're talking um, the, the temperatures of the day, we're talking stress in life. That's a major contributor to you know what other stresses are going on at work, at home. Um, diet plays into it. There's it, it, a wide range of things that play into it, and. Um, it's hard to pinpoint something it's just a matter of we just stay very consistent and and battle you know keep keep going through it all so um as as for the times of the day that can definitely play into it um but it wouldn't be you know like whoa you know have a look at that it well it you you're probably going to see a faster time in, the, in of an afternoon over over the morning generally so if you go out for a 40 minute run at the same heart rate chances are depending if you know if the heat and a few other little things probably going to be a little bit faster in the afternoon but you know but it's training so who cares really um we're, we're after volume here we're after um consistent training loads that accumulated over weeks and months that's that's kind of what we're after um so then we look at diet um getting running you know eight o'clock at what an hour and 15 after oatmeal you're probably going to be burning mostly carbohydrates. Sorry, mostly fats during during that run. So that that you, that's probably a much better run for you at this stage than running straight after a big meal, where you're probably going to be instantly burning carbohydrates. Um, but then depends what your lunch was. Um, as you can tell by me umming and ahhing a lot and not really answering your questions, it's too hard for me to answer straight off the bat. Um, we're all we all see um there's not too many runs where we're running at the exact same pace and this is one of the reasons i don't give um for most people training sessions off pace um just because of the variation in the metabolic state uh, and the 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 metabolic demand um could be different so let's say we said um run an hour at five minute k pace that might be just spot on pace for you at this day but then the next day it could be too much it could be you know not enough um I, i'm just i'm generally and then you've got the terrain um for most people going up and down little footpaths and stuff because side curbs suck in some parts of the world yeah and say so you 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 know running on pace on those is just classic stupidity um, and then you got hills and tailwinds and headwinds and all, all sorts of good stuff. So I very, very, very rarely will give paces out to people. And when I do, it's generally a guide Then more than anything um, to, to say this is kind of what we're trying to target here. Um, but so when we're talking about, you know, easy, moderate, medium, mad or let's stick to this heart rate because um we want to keep it aerobic seeing especially when we're talking heart rate the variation becomes even greater um and um i I'm, i'm don't mind to, it, it never bothers me um if i see an athlete that's you know 10 seconds slower that this week or all of a sudden they're 
five seconds faster than next week or whatever but, but they're training at that same heart rate that that's kind of what i'm after i'm after that um which which um talking about heart rate just i'll just, I'll just throw oh no i won't i'll, I'll talk about it on a, a story before one of the other podcasts but um yeah so um you're very you're still very new in the comebacks in the comeback trail so i wouldn't be stressing too much well i wouldn't be stressing at all over it as long as you're staying consistent which you are um with your running and your gym work which you are um you're we're not taking on too much too quick soon we're still getting your bones tendons and ligaments all used to that pounding on the road again um and trails again um and so it's things will end up picking up more um as we progress especially in the next you know we've just started this week um developing your long run and then we will see um i i would expect to see improvements in um pace to heart rate in i would say the next six to eight weeks we'll start seeing some real some inroads on on speeds um yeah about that yeah anyway if you guys have any other questions training racing nutrition i love them all send them on through to tim at transmove.com until next episode which could be tomorrow because i've got a few questions hooray